0: It's so easy to believe that we know. Lose the horse, oh, that's bad luck. Get more horses, oh, that's good luck. The young man is injured, oh, that's bad luck. And now the young man is exempt from the draft, what great luck. Maybe, says the voice of wisdom. Maybe, says the voice of experience. Maybe, says the one with an open mind. Here's another Zen story that you may have heard along the way. A well-known professor went to visit a Zen master. As the master graciously served tea, the professor described his own ideas of meditation and the way we ought to live. The professor continued, really expounding upon everything that he knew. The master remained quiet as the professor spoke, continuing to pour. When the tea reached the brim of the cup, the master kept pouring. The tea overflowed, spilling onto the tray, the table, the carpet, until the professor couldn't stand it anymore, and he said, Stop! Can't you see that the cup is full? This is you said the master, pointing to the cup. How can I teach you until you first empty your cup? Today's big idea is that of having an open mind. Our minds cannot possibly be open when they're completely full, when we're totally sure. Of what we believe we know, and when there's no room for a fresh idea, the wonderful meditation teacher of children says this: the most complete and true happiness comes in moments when you feel right there, completely present with. No opinions about good and bad, right and wrong, just a sense of an open heart and an open mind. Did you notice the instructions given to us in today's first reading? Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not Curse them. How many of us have an open mind about that? (laughs) Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Okay. Do not be haughty but associate with the lowly. Do not claim to be wiser than you are. Do not repay evil for evil. If possible, as far as it depends on you. I love that recognition, that it always doesn't depend on us. Live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourself. Oh, that is such a tall order. How can ordinary human beings live up to that level of virtue? But notice what was said right there at the beginning. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. It all depends on the mind we will be happier if we are transformed and we can only be transformed if we renew our minds and we can only renew our minds if we have open minds. All right, here we go. Did your minister tell you that you were going to be getting a Greek lesson this morning? No, no, oh, groan. Now, no, don't worry; you don't have to take notes, and there's not going to be a quiz. <laughs> right? But I want to to just share a little experience that I had uh, quite some years ago that uh, kind of well. It was brought to mind when I was given the assignment of the big idea, an open mind. Some years ago, the now-retired bishop of Oklahoma was giving a talk to all of us ministerial types. And he said that he had three favorite Greek words. Okay, and those words were, one, kerygma, that means proclamation. Two, diakonia, that means service. And three, koinonia, that means community. All right, made sense to me. Any minister of a congregation is going to emphasize what the church has to say to its members and prospective members in terms of values and outlook on life. That minister will also emphasize what it means to serve others, both within the church itself and those outside it. And the minister will emphasize... Everything that is involved in building community, a community spirit, as well as protecting and maintaining that sense of community. Okay, so I got it. But when I heard that statement from the bishop, I personally was not pastoring a congregation, I was working mainly as someone other people came to talk to about their spiritual journey, you might say, about their inner life, about their difficulties. And I was also teaching people how to meditate. I'm still doing those things, by the way. And so I remember saying to myself, okay, bishop, I didn't say it out loud. Those are good words. Those are good words. But you know, I don't think they would be my words. And then I started thinking, what would be my favorite Greek words if someone were to ask me? And they came to me immediately. My three words are these. One, That means emptiness. Two, anamnesis. That means remembrance. And three, metanoia. That means transformation. And it mainly means to change your mind. Now, in thinking these words over last week... I realized that not just that third one, but all three of them are about keeping an open mind. That first one, kenosis, originally referred to pouring out, and it harks back to the pagan Greek. Practices of pouring out a libation, a sacrifice to the sacred. If you ever studied mythology in high school or college, you may remember some of these stories. We pour out what we are offering. And then later it came to mean or refer to our own willingness (laughs) to, what could we say we pour out? Our opinions, our attitude, our judgments, our, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, attachment to being right. We pour those out to make room for something fresh, something new, for another way, as we heard earlier, to get those sneakers really white and not what we started off trying. If you think about it, our Zen story is exactly about that. First, empty your cup pour it out. Then you become teachable. The master can teach. Anamnesis means remembrance. But it's a special kind of remembrance. I really, really, really like this word because we don't have a word for it in English. You know, most of the time we think of remembering something It's kind of a I don't know a thought that we have about something that's way in the past and stays in the past, and it's over and done with. But anamnesis is about being present to that which is in the past in a new and fresh way. In one sense, chronologically, it already happened. In another sense, it's right here, right now, with us. And in a way, we can recognize that we are not stuck in the past with this kind of remembrance. It gets to be revisited in a restorative way, in a way that is new and that moves forward. It's not trapped the way we saw it in the past. I love that word. That which could be stuck in the past is not. It's here right now. And finally, metanoia is about... Transformation. You can help yourself remember that. You know a word that starts with meta, metamorphosis. That is changing shape, the body, the way something is manifested. But metanoia, the noia part, is Greek for mind. Change your mind. Now, a lot of times that word is translated conversion uh, or even repent. And we so misunderstand it because the word actually is telling us to be open to changing our mind. Be open to changing our mind. Another way of looking at it, not being stuck. Now, as I just said, I spend a good part of my day, each day, listening to people who come to talk to me. And everyone has a different way, of course, of expressing his or her concerns. But one day I realized that everybody was essentially saying, I'm hurting, I'm confused or I'm stuck. How wonderful it would be not to be stuck. We can embrace this big idea of the open mind and oh my goodness, it will help us get unstuck. This wonderful principle of maintaining the open mind is one in which we alleviate our suffering and that of others we promote our own happiness and the happiness of others and the ripple effect reaches throughout our beautiful and troubled world May it be so for each of us. Thank you.